There's a lot that goes into planning for retirement, and frankly, it's more than most people realize. On today's show, we'll go through five key items that you should really have a pretty good handle on. If you're in good shape in these areas, you may be on track. If not, then you've probably got some work to do. So our goal for today's show is to help you get on track so you'll be ready when your time comes. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Well, thanks for joining us here on My Retirement Clarity. I'm Ben George. He's Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management. Lee, we got a good show. We've got some signs to share with people to help them understand whether or not they're in good financial health. That's what we'll do today on the show. Got a mailbag question as well to get to, but I want to open things up today with a little bit of quote that I thought was awesome. I think this one is 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 perfect. It doesn't necessarily fit with everything we're talking about today, but it just kind of goes with the the theme of the podcast and what you talk about with clients all the time. But this came from Sir John Templeton, who said, the four most dangerous words in investing are, this time it's different. Man, he has nailed it because I hear that all the time. And, and I hear it a lot nowadays simply because of how the media, what the media puts out there. And that leads our mind to wonder around, hey, wh- what's going on? Is We've never seen this before. It's different. I'm telling you, it, it's not different from an investment standpoint. If you look at the stock market over the history of time, we somehow it always works out in the long term. Now, if you're measuring things from you know month to month, you're probably going to drive yourself crazy. But just know that investing is a long game. And when you hear somebody say this time it's different, step back and, and question that because I promise you it's not. <laughs> It's a good, good quote. That's a great quote. And, and, you know, it honestly works both ways too, right? I mean, when things are going really well, even you say, oh, this time it's different. We're not going to pull back. I, I, we got more ahead of us. And then, you know, obviously the flip side, you know, we, we saw it in when COVID happened, you know, this time it's different. The market's never going to recover. It's just, it always, you always feel that way emotionally, don't you? Exactly. But, you know, we get in our own way. Our emotions are what cause us to make poor investment decisions. And if, if, if people can just leave it alone, then it's, you know, but it's hard to do because we're emotional people. It is. It is very difficult. That's why we try to remind you as much as possible. And and that's why someone like Leah, an advisor can kind of help you make sure you don't act emotionally and make sure you have a plan in place where you don't have to react like that. That's what's so key. So as we get started with our main conversation today, I'll remind you that you can find this podcast online at myretirementclarity.com. You could also schedule a meeting with Lee by visiting talkwithlee.com. You'll be able to hop in his calendar and uh, find a time that works for both of you. And you can start talking about these uh, signs that you are in good financial health. So, you know, if retirement is on your mind, this is going to be a good show for you. We've got a five-part checklist. It's going to kind of help help you measure whether or not you are in good financial health and whether or not you're setting yourself up for retirement success. So let's go through these, Lee. Number one, if you are spending less than you make, you're probably going to be in pretty good financial health, right? Yeah. While you're working, this is great because it shows discipline. It shows that you're able to save. You know, you're able to put money aside in a 
in a retirement account with, with your, your work, or maybe you're doing it on your own in an IRA or whatever. But hopefully this discipline translates into retirement from an expense standpoint. So, you know, if, if your income in retirement with, with pensions or social securities or, or whatever else it is that you have, if that income, you know, if that income is more than, than your expenses, then you're in what I like to call position A. And this means simply the money that you've got saved for retirement is gravy. And so this is when you've got maximum freedom in retirement. And this really usually happens for people who don't carry a lot of debt into retirement. So if you don't, you don't have debt, it probably means that, that you've got money. So not having to rely on what you save for, for income in retirement is just, man, it, it's a great thing. I met with somebody about three weeks ago who's got way more money than he needs. He only needs to, to take out, I think his shortfall was like $15,000 a year. And he's got over $3 million. So, man, they're, they're going to be – this guy actually wants me to show them how to spend money in retirement because they don't want to just leave it to the kids. So they're in a great position. Yeah, sounds like it. And it's just such a good habit to put in place, right, to yeah, establish yeah. the spending less than you make. Right, and, it, and it's something our parents told us when we were 20. And yeah. some there were times in our life where we simply forgot that. Uh, so, yes, great advice. It's not just advice – from me, you know, it's advice that your parents uh, got from your grandparents and they got from their parents. So, yeah, just good, solid advice. Yeah. All right. Number two, second sign here is that you understand the future tax implications of your savings. Why is this one so importantly? Yeah, most people are really confused on how taxes work in retirement. Um, I'd say probably half the people that come to my office ask me that question and they use that verbiage. They're like, now, how does... How's this taxed uh, when we start taking money out? And this is probably happens because they've never really had to think about it. Uh, taxes come out of their paychecks, and all they see is the bottom line. So it's kind of taken, you know, it's kind of taken care of for them. So if you've never considered future tax implications, then how you save money could affect you later on. And so here's what I'm talking about. So if I asked a question to everybody in this audience, which way do you think taxes are going in the future? My guess is that most people would say taxes are going up. I mean, that's that's probably what you would say too, right, Ben? You think taxes yeah. going up in the future? That's what yeah, I would, yeah, same. yeah. So, so we would, you know, we can all agree on that. But if I ask everybody out there, how are you saving your money? Chances are you're saving your money in a tax deferred account, right? Uh, you know, a four four hundred one k, a four hundred three b, an IRA, or something like that. So what we're doing is we're not paying taxes now. So we can tax defer them and pay taxes later. So, but we just said we think taxes are going to be higher in the future. So how we're saving our money doesn't always align with what we believe to be true. Now, I know there are people out there that are saying, but hold on, Lee, I, I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket when I retire. All right, I, I can hear that. But what I hmm. see in the real world is that many times people retire and they don't drop near as much as they think they will. They might wind up being in the same bracket, just on the lower part of that bracket. And if the rates change in that bracket, they're going to pay more than they expected. So the lesson is make sure you're saving your money in different ways. And of course, as we talk about on the show all the time, Ben, the best way to grow money is tax-free. And that way there's no tax consequence when you pull it out. So 
again, yeah. why I'm a big fan of Roth IRAs and Roth conversions. Let's also too, Lee, since we're talking taxes, talk about your, your offer, your book offer that we have for people on the show. And we've changed the number up a little bit. So if you are used to uh, one number, we got an update for you, but it's always important that we share this offer because it's, it's so valuable to people. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the book is called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Diffusing the IRS Ticking Tax Time Bomb. And so it's just a short book that, that gives you some practical steps that you can take to basically make sure that you pay as little as possible to the IRS. We don't want to, we want to pay them what we owe, but we don't want to tip them. So if you want to get a copy of that book, all you have to do is text the word diffuse, D-E-F-U-S-E, diffuse to 478-475-2050. That's 478-475-2050. Text um, Diffuse to that number. Give us your name and a good mailing address, and we'll make sure that we get that right out to you. Hey, folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes, and I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart, and you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse. Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word DEFUSE to 478-475-2050. That's D-E-F-U-S-E to 478-475-2050. And we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. All right, let's continue on with our signs that you are in good financial health. Uh, Number three, if you're married, uh, both you and your spouse know enough about the retirement plan to be able to manage it if something happens to the the other one. Yeah, this is critical, Ben. Um, And and this is something that folks do who are very wise and folks who are are wise enough to face the fact that at some point we're all going to die. We don't know when uh, and we don't know how, but we will. Father time is undefeated. And knowing what's going to happen to you financially when one person passes away is extremely important. It's not an easy conversation to have. Uh, I've mentioned on the show before that I tried to have that conversation with my parents several years ago, and and my mom broke down. She had a, a very difficult time talking about what's going to happen financially when my dad passes away. In her defense, she did reach out to me about a month ago, and we're going to revisit this topic again the first quarter of this year. And this time, we're going to bring my brother into the conversation. So hopefully, you know, we'll be able to get a lot of things accomplished. But you need to know what what income sources are going to change or what may go away when when you do or your spouse does. You know, if your income changes, are you going to, are you going to get uh, life insurance proceeds that are enough to replace that income? So. You know, at the end of the day, man, I think it's the important thing here is to make sure that the surviving spouse is is not scrambling around trying to figure out things when when something happens to their spouse. Have things mapped out ahead of time, and and I promise you, the surviving spouse is going to be much better off, and it's going to give them, uh, it's going to make the the grieving process a little bit easier because they're not worried about money the Friday after their spouse passes away. Yeah, that's that's what you want for for someone. So that's why you you build a plan and, and work with an advisor, and like Lee, that makes sure you're both on the same page and you understand that. So 
Very important. All right, number four. This is a good one, Lee. You're going to be in good financial health if you have a good retirement income plan. So many people don't, right? Correct. I've said this a thousand times, too. Without income, there is no retirement. Unfortunately, I don't know the official stats, but I'd say more than half the people in their 50s that are walking around right now are doing so with with zero concern about retirement. Um, They save little to no money, and they're going to have a very paltry retirement, you know, if they're even able to retire. But those who've done the math, they've considered the income versus expenses, both while they're working and then again while they're retired, those folks are going to reap the benefits of that hard work. It seems easy, but there's more to it than a lot of people think. you got to consider things like taxes. You know, like we talked about earlier, what type of money do I draw first? Uh, what's the impact of increasing taxes in the future? Like we just talked about, again, what, what happens when a spouse dies? How does that change the monthly income? Newsflash, your bills aren't going to reduce 50% just because one of you passes away. So another thing to consider here is survivor benefit planning. If you or your spouse is entitled to a pension or something like that, what, what survivor benefit will you choose? And, and I'll tell you, this, the answer to this can be different for everybody. Um, don't just do what your coworker chose. There's a lot of different factors that go into this, and this is really very, very important for you to look, look at. At the end of the day, Ben, I don't want my clients worried about money in retirement month after month. There's no reason to do that. And if you put the work into planning ahead of time, uh, you probably won't because you've covered all your bases. Yeah, for sure. All right. Our last one here, a good sign that you're in good financial health is that you don't actually worry too much about your financial future because you kind of have a sense of calm. Yeah. I, I love this one. Retirement should be all about enjoying this next phase of your life, whatever that is. Uh, life is too short to worry about things all the time. And I'd say one of the things people worry about all the time is is what they hear on the news. And we talk about that all the time on the show. Turn it off. I'm serious. Just turn it off. Some of the most miserable people that I know are the ones who do nothing but consume what the media feeds us. And what they're feeding you is not going to bring you joy. It's just going to make you mad and tick you off. So I always talk about the three phases of retirement on this show. You know, the the go-go years, the slow-go years, and then the no-go years. So whatever phase of life you're in, I want this to be the best it can possibly be. Because at some point, as we transition through retirement, people start to realize something very important. And it's something that that we've got a hard time understanding when we're younger uh, and as we're getting towards retirement. And that's the fact that time becomes more valuable than money. Money is one of the easiest resources on this earth to to replenish. You can always get more money, but you can't get more time. So make the best use of the time that you have while you're still here to enjoy it. Life's too short to to worry about money, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, in order to get yourself into a position, you got to make plans ahead of time. So anyway, don't don't worry about things. Plan accordingly, and and you'll be good. These are all great signs, Lee. Is there anything else you'd add to this? Any kind of bonus sign you'd throw in? You know, like we talked about, I think we touched on it on the last show, maybe the pre-retirement challenge in 2022. If you're kicking around retiring in the next year or two, figure out what your retirement income is going to be and then be disciplined enough to live on just that retirement income for for nine months or a year. And if you can do that, you're ready. You you are most likely going to be ready to retire. 
But if you can't, it still gives you time to make some adjustments, whether that's adjustments in in your uh, expenses or what kind of income you're going to need. It'll give you time to figure that out. But but don't don't retire before before you've done that. And I've talked about this been for years and years. I think what I'm going to try to do this year is is figure out a way that I can package this in an action item and, and give to people so that if they want to take the challenge, they can do it and try to outline some steps to help them and give them some encouragement and, and let them kind of do a check-in every once in a while to see if they're on track. So hopefully that'll help people see the light at the end of the tunnel as far as a retirement date. Very good. Well, hopefully these five signs will help you. And again, Lee's referencing that last episode that we did, which was 22 money resolutions for the new year. So go check that one out if you haven't. It's a lot of great information and some great kind of goals to put uh, in place for yourself. But as always, you want to work with Lee and, or an advisor to, to get these things taken care of. If you want to schedule a meeting with Lee, you can do so simply by visiting talkwithlee.com and you'll find us online at myretirementclarity.com as well. All right, time now for the mailbag. We got a question that came in this week from Jared in Nashville. He says, Lee, I'm about to get married. We're both in our 50s, and it will be my second marriage, and it will be her third. I'd like to keep all of our assets separate so that we each have our own financial lives and don't have to fight about money. But how do we plan for retirement if we don't really know what our total numbers look like? Jared, this is a great question, and this is one that's going to take some some work from both you and your fiance. I think you're approaching it the right way. You you want to keep your assets possibly separate, especially in your situation. Lots of times when people are, are entering a second or third marriage later in life, the warning flags come up from the kids because they think they may be disinherited or is, they're questioning motives of somebody who might be dating their mom or dad. So anyway, I'm not saying you've got to combine all your money, but I do think it's probably important that each of you know the details about the other's finances. Uh, you just don't have to put them on your, your beneficiary. But basically, you know what the total numbers look like and know where income's going to come from. I've seen people do it all different ways. He pays for this, she pays for that. He does this, he does that. You just have to figure out what's what works best for you. And there's probably not a and there's probably not something that is a, a one size fits all in, in your situation. So I'd love to sit sit down and talk with you about it. Uh, so just give me a buzz if I can help out. And if not, you want to talk to somebody else who can kind of guide you on that path. Very good. Thank you for that question. Jared, best, best of luck to you and your new wife on your yeah, future. Congrats. Yes, congratulations. If you want to schedule a meeting with Lee, just visit talkwithlee.com. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we do appreciate all the support we've gotten, a lot of the, a lot of good feedback that, that Lee hears from people listening to the podcast. But the best way to support the show is to subscribe or follow wherever you listen, whether it be Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. The list goes on and on. There's so many platforms that you'll find My Retirement Clarity on most of those. So if you have any questions, again, talkwithlee.com is the best place to start. And all of our podcasts can be found at myretirementclarity.com. Lee, great episode as always. We appreciate the help. And uh, remember, this time it's not differently, right? We, we, we got to <laughs> just erase that from our mind. Exactly. It, it, it's, we'll hear that over and over. <laughs> correct. Yeah, you're well, with you. Well, have a good week. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Ben.
Investment advisory services are offered by JL Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.